Welcome back to the PG D&D Podcast. Welcome back to PGD&D. I'm your Dungeon Master, Jefferson Beatty, joined by... Zane, I play Theseus. Matt, I play Delphos the Great. Tyson, I play Alondros. Shay, I play Thalassa. Connor, I play Callum. Last time, you sailed through a storm, and after many waves rocked the ship, some of you fell off. Delphos and Theseus first, followed by Thalassa. In order to keep... Vidius from rolling off the ship, being unconscious. Alondros tied him to the main mast and did what he could to help the ship on its way. Theseus tried desperately to save Adelphos, but could not find him in the violent waves. And after Thalassa being thrown in, opted to help her get back onto the ship rather than spend some the rest of his time to look for his friend Adelphos. Casting a spell to try and find him in a last-ditch effort, he could only locate his handkerchief, which he saw floating in the ocean with no Adelphos. Adelphos, when you plunged into the water, you hit your head on the railing on the way in pretty hard, and began to see visions in the water of your mother calling to you. And as you began to swim down deep into the depths and darkness, you finally lost consciousness and had a vision of you when you were younger, walking to the arena and uh, speaking with your mother before finally spending your rest of the time there. You woke up on the shore um, to a strange young woman who talked very fast and seemed very erratic, who asked you a myriad of questions, like why you were there, why you were there and what was happening on in the outside world. And then, as you were walking along this island that you washed up on, she took your ring of your circlet of blasting and set it off. The rest of you, sailing into the eye of the storm into calm waters, passed through a large cloud-like barrier, which you then uh, saw led to a small pocket of perfect stillness. The water so still it reflected the island and the skies above, and you realized you had made it, you had made it indeed to the Isle of Skies. Upon landing, you heard a loud explosion that came from the forest and ran there to investigate, finding Lydia and Adelphos. After a brief reunion, uh, you asked some questions of Lydia, which she gave much information about in regards to the island's nature, uh, how you get there, and, and why she was there, and said that she was there also with her father, who used to be an archon and a worshiper of Mojus. It was at that point she said that Apollonia had been there almost 40 years prior and had spent a significant amount of time with her and that they were quote-unquote best friends. And that she left something, if anybody should come looking for her. And that something was a map, which was high up in a tree. Which Lydia then brought to life. And right before you thought you were going to fight it, it just turned and ran away. <laughs> and as you chased the tree, um, Alondros cast flying himself and was able to retrieve the map. A small piece of leather with the title Isle of Zalus, And it says, can be found... Between the fingers what? of Thassa on Heliod's longest day. And she said she would only give you the map if you agreed to stay with her at least three days because she was lonely and needed friends. 
And that, after saying that, you offer to cook her some dinner, which she graciously, graciously accepted. And then that's where we left off. And before we jump into roleplay, um, I forgot that I we are making a tweak to the gameplay mechanics from here on out. We're going to see if it works. If it doesn't, we'll go back to regular game day mechanics as far as the combat day and how long that lasts. As a DM, it's very difficult to balance uh, fights in a meaningful way that will progress the story while still trying to give you guys the challenges you need to level up. So instead of a single day with multiple short rests and battles in it, um, if you sleep for one night, that will count as a short rest. And a long rest will count as an entire week of doing nothing. And what that means is if you sleep seven short rests consecutively with fighting in between, that doesn't count as a long rest. You have you have to spend a week of not fighting in order for it to be a long rest. Take a break. Go to a town. Exactly. And I, in my mind, that actually makes more sense it's as far as HP goes. Absolutely. Because like yeah. if you just go to battle after battle after battle and you get knocked out, come back, knocked out, come back, cuts mm-hmm. all over your body. You're not going to wake up the next get morning. Help. Yeah, literally. We just killed this dragon. Completely wake up. Fine. Let's do it again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think I think it'll make things a lot more meaningful. We really have to use like our spell slots in a you know a good way. Yep. Can we start out fresh? Right now? Yeah. No. Oh man, I li- dude, but I feel like everybody would have used their spells way different. I know. Actually, that's not true. I would have used mine the same. And and that's fair. And the idea is, is you're in a place that you can spend a long amount of time without having to worry about a timetable or being hunted or being attacked by certain things. Time moves different mm-hmm. here, guys. That's so, a trap. So have you figured that out? Right there. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And so well, essentially, I'm giving it to you at a time when. You it's can easily do it. To... All right. So you do you lead Lydia back to your ship? Yes. All right. Um, as you begin to walk back to your ship, you see that the crew has made camp on ground. They've taken <clears> some <throat> of the supplies out, and they have taken um, some of the cell materials and some of their hammocks and things, laid them out on the beach, um, made a couple uh, makeshift shelters, um, understanding that they would be there for at least long enough to make some repairs to the ship. And as you do so, they all kind of look over in your direction, walking with this stranger. And you see as she sees the camp, she sprints into into the camp and she says, Oh my, oh my gosh, oh my goodness, oh, people, oh! And she just starts hugging random people. These old grizzled sailors, dirty from working. You know, mm-hmm. she even runs up to Iodorna, who you can see is... is amazed and shocked at what's happening and very resistant to it, hugs her and says, well, you look really nice. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Oh, wow. Wow. And she turns to you five and she says, wow, you really did bring a lot of people. Thank you. Oh, it's going to be so, so good to finally get to know some people for once. I know it's been so long. Oh, all right. What's, what's for dinner? What's to eat? I'm starving. You see, she kind of walks around and starts like looking through crates that, <laughs> that the crew has like brought down and onto the shoreline and things like that. I wouldn't touch the crew much. They all they all have scurvy. Lots she, of diseases. <laughs> <laughs> you see some of the crew members lift their arms and kind of like sniff their armpits and kind of like poke at their gums and like look at their neighbor, you know. Gingivitis, that sort of thing. <laughs> it's nasty business. You don't want um, And she goes, yeah, it'll be dark in a couple hours. Uh, we might want to start a fire, start cooking some food. Okay. Well, I guess we start preparing food. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. turn to Iadorna, Iadorna, and I'll I'll just say, 
This is uh, Lydia. We we found her. She's a resident of the island. Hi, only resident. Well, not only one, but pretty much the only one. Yeah. So, and she she will be joining us for dinner this evening. Oh. She's giving us much needed information. You see, Idona, looking wary, just kind of slowly nods and says, "Oh, oh all right." Is she? And she kind of pulls you aside, Alondros, and says, "Can she be trusted?" Well. I don't know if we have much of a choice on this island. She says, well, that's fair. Um, in order to not use much of our own supplies, I'll send some of my men into the forest to hunt for some game, and we will eat shortly. You... I, there is none. There is no food. What? There... What? There's no animals or insects or bugs or fruits. There's she, nothing. And she kind of, like, looks at Lydia, who's just kind of, like, sitting there. Like, just staring at her in just a normal way. She just says, yeah, no, nothing. Lydia, can we set one rule? Sure. Maybe a couple. Okay. I don't really like rules, but I suppose that's fair. Okay. Well, seeing as you are a guest of ours... Whoa! Whoa! At this dinner... She kind of, like, puts her foot in the sand and puts her hands on her hips and she says, On whose island? Yes, on your island. Please don't go through the crew members' things or our personal things. At least not without asking. <laughs> and she turns to you, Adelphos, and she says, Agreed. She puts out her hand. She shakes her hand. She goes, Now can I look through your stuff? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alright, later then. Okay. So, and you see she just kind of like pulls the lid off of one of the crates. She goes, Are we starting a fire? I suppose so. She throws it on the ground as hard as she can, and it breaks into, like, the multiple plank pieces. She's like, great! And she starts, like, stacking it up in the middle of the campsite into this clump of fire. Turn to Adelphos and say, Adelphos, will you take our guests elsewhere while the crew takes care of dinner? And I'll do it kind of hushed. Mm -hmm. um, Just kind of, like, in his ear. Yeah. Here, I'll show you around the ship. Oh, yeah, I would love that. And you see she runs to the ship and just hops on right before you can catch her. And you see she immediately goes beneath decks. <laughs> I am son of a gross. Do you run after her? Yeah. Okay, you go after her and you follow her down in. Good luck, Adelphos. I am just playing with a little trinket of Krufix's symbol and just deep breaths. Deep breaths. Theseus? I'm going to hurt her if she goes to our stuff. I'm trying to be good here, man. I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be even killed. Oh, I was going to say and something. she's rising my blood pressure. It's going to be okay. It's all in Adelphos. It might be okay. It's so comforting. <laughs> and then from that you hear a large crash that happens on inside. I'm, I'm, no, going no, in. no, I'm going no. in. I'm going in. Yeah. <laughs> And then she, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry about that. And then you like hear another crash. Um, you go on. You yes, go in? I go in. Okay. <laughs> Can I, I'm going to show, Talon. You you do have um, the ability to to fix objects, correct? AKA mending. Mm-hmm. Yes, as long as it's not a very exorbitant amount of damage. Okay. Well, we might we might need your skills. <laughs> As you as you enter down below docks, you see that there are just a couple crates that appear to have been knocked over, um, and the crates themselves have broken on the ground, but like nothing 
other than that, you know, it didn't like break and like spill grain everywhere. And now you can't use it or things like that. Just some of the contents inside, like one of them held, you know, some basic tools, you know, carpenter's tools that multiple people could use if all the people on the ship were to use it, you know, those kind of spilled on the ground. And then one of the, the food containers that had, you know, smaller individual packages of food inside, you know, kind of broke. And so she was just like kind of climbing around the cargo, just like peeking in, not taking anything, but just genuinely, you can see, curious of of this ship and what is on it. And you see Adelphos down there, just kind of his hand, his his head in his hand, just embarrassed, like, and like every time she like looks through, he's like, oh, that, okay, all right, oh, okay, be careful, please. I can't, I can't. This is your problem. And I, I walk back upstairs. <laughs> uh, and you leave. I can't. You leave. And Lydia pokes her head up. And she says, wow. They must really trust you, Adelphos. <laughs> yeah, they do. Oh, well, good. And then you see as she says that, she accidentally knocks another crate over. Oh, my gosh. I'm and she, as she looks through things, she said, so why? So why are you guys? What are you, what are you doing here again? I mean, there's something like why you, like. You were here, but like, like, why are you looking for, for Apollonia? Because things on the mainland aren't good. Are they ever? She says as she kind of like looks through some more things. Have you ever been off the mainland? Never. Really, what did you do when you were... I you was... You said you're from Akros, right? Yeah. Yeah, I how was... was that like growing up in Akros? Not fun. Why not? Never really, never knew my father. Mother died when I was very young, and I had to fight for my life for like twenty years. What, like on the just like on the streets? Like no, trying... I was a gladiator. Oh, yeah. Oh, and you see, she she kind of mm-hmm. takes that very seriously. And when I got out, I was drafted into the army. Oh, so you've never really been able to enjoy my go go where you please or do what you please yeah i understand that and i met these four in the army and then right as i won my freedom they sent us on this quest so well although it's kind of hard sometimes i just i think they think that i just mess everything up she kind of sits on the edge of a crate she says well, it's kind of how I felt growing up. Yeah, my mom, and you see when she says that, strong emotion comes over her face. Like, it's a very, very hurtful memory. She says, well, let's just say that power comes with a price. And uh, and my dad wanted power. Oof. He wanted a lot of power. Me, you know, I wondered, well, you think that you live in paradise, you can have anything you want, but that paradise often turns into a prison. And, you know, for me, it turned out quite literal. So, I can understand you and where you come from. But 700 years? I don't look that old for my age, do I? <laughs> oh, man. It's been a long time since I said that to somebody. That's a funny joke. Isn't that, isn't that a pretty funny joke? That's a really, That's a really funny, funny joke. joke. Man, I've been sitting on that one for a long time. Um, gosh, man, I miss people. 
Wow. It's kind of like crazy, you know, like how much you talk mm-hmm. to yourself and like how that comes out to other people. I mean, it feels like I'm not talking very much. Am I talking too much? That doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what? Adelphos, however you feel on this journey and however the party may feel about you, I'm sure there would be much different without you. And I'm sure that um, in a lot of ways they they wouldn't be where they're at without without you being there, you know, without their gladiator. Trust me, so. they definitely wouldn't be here if I hadn't drowned. <laughs> she laughs. <laughs> she has a big, a really big belly laugh, and she says, "Wow, you know, all the people that have come here, in several hundred years I've lived here, and there's been there's been quite a few, few, you know, far between them, but." You're my favorite so far. Don't mess it up, she says, like jokingly. And then she see, she crawls over another crate and knocks another one over, and it kind of jostles. And now we'll cut to the outside of the ship as you're preparing your food. Theseus, as you are getting ready for dinner, as the sun begins to set, you cannot take your eyes off of this large green mountain that seems to loom heavily over the entire island. And you feel it almost calling to you. You feel a strong desire of of something inside you moving you to go there. Do I notice this as I make my way back that he's just staring at this mountain? Yeah, what's your passive perception? It's pretty low, like 11, 12. Yeah, I would say that Theseus is a pretty focused person and he's had to be to be as good of a fighter as he is when he does a task. Correct me if I'm wrong, by the way, Zane. Whenever he does a task, he's never been one to, like, not do it well and quickly. You know, you're gathering fire oh, or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you understand you, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I have another task that I'm supposed to do. Yeah, I would say like, that. Like, like, it's like, okay, like, you're you're in charge of getting the firewood. You go get firewood. You know, you've never nope, really yep. went to dawdle about it. Totally makes you sense You know this, and he was. You were tasked to get the firewood, Theseus. And you notice, you know, as he's kind of picking up firewood, he'll bend down and kind of pick one up and then just kind of, like, stare up at the mountain for a few moments and then kind of walk over and pick up another one and over his shoulder kind of stare at the mountain for a few moments. I, I'm i going to walk up to him. You, uh... Hmm? Oh, sorry. What? You in deep thought? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, I don't I just... Just looking at the mountain over there. Uh, it's very green. Yeah. It's, it is. Sorry, I, I'm sure it sounds kind of dumb coming, you know, being from Melitus and all, but in Akros, it's very dry, lots of sand, hmm. lots, of, lots of green. You just seem fascinated by it. Yeah. Inspiration, that was a really good cover. <laughs> Thanks! <laughs> inspiration. You see Adelphos and Lydia come up from out of the ship and come down onto the beach, and... You see there's a, there's a fire, and, and most of the crew is out, sitting on the sand, sitting on crates, um, and beginning to eat. And she rushes over to the large uh, metal bronze pot that this, uh, that Vicious, yeah, the old sailor is, is stirring. Um, and she goes, leans over, almost putting her whole face into it, but not actually touching it, right? She just, oh, that smells wonderful. What is it? Beef. <laughs> and basically says, uh, yeah, uh, it's dried anything, really. 
some water and some dried beef and some dried vegetables. She goes, can I have some, please? And he kind of like tentatively gives her some and just right next to the fire, she just sits cross-legged on the ground, just eats it. And she says, oh, to everybody there, oh, I haven't had a good meal and I don't know how long. I guess about 40 years. <laughs> oh, and Apollonia was here. They, they had quite the provision stock and she, she shared what she could. Oh, but this... She looks all of you. Thank you. This is delicious. Lydia, did did Apollonia come with a crew? Yeah. Oh. Yep, she did. Did any of them stay here? Oh, no. Nope. All of them left with her. She was on some big adventure. Like I told you earlier, you know. I'm going to find her destiny, whatever that means. So, she got here by accident, though. Like most people do. And her ship was much, much bigger than yours. Much bigger. Um, so it survived a little better in the storm. Uh, she had a bigger crew, too, and... Anyway, so why why are you looking for her? Her father passed away. Really? We were just looking to let her know. Wait, so, like, did she, like, come back and then, like, leave again? Like, is, you know, like, how long has she been gone since, like, you know, her dad died? Like, did she leave and, like, he died, like, right after and, like... You know, like you saw the sail sailing away, like, you know what I mean? Like, she's been missing for quite a while. Oh. A number of years. Oh. Nobody's, nobody's seen her. Well, then do you think she's, she's at this, and she kind of gestures at wherever, or whoever has the map. You think she's wherever she, she left? She said she's going to be? She's oh. either there or under the ocean. Oof. <laughs> kind of grim, but. That's fair. She kind of squints at the at the title, and she says, "Who here speaks or reads uh, celestial?" Tyson, I do. Okay, and he says, "That's that's an interesting name for an island." And you kind of realize for the first time everything has happened so quickly. You haven't had really time to really study this map. Mm-hmm. Um, that Zeus is a word in celestial, the language of the gods, and it means envy. Mm. Mm. So in other words, it can be translated to the Isle of Envy. Interesting. So do you think uh think she's on Envy? Isle of Envy? And she see she passes her bowl over to get some more and she gets some more. Probably. What do you do you know anything about the island? Oh and you see she kind of thinks about it and she's like, not really. I haven't really heard of that one. But then again, a lot of stuff's happened since I've been here. I haven't heard about a lot of stuff. I don't know if you know, but I've been here for like, you know, seven, eight hundred years. Do you ever talk with your father much? And you see when you mention that, she kind of shuts down a little bit, looks into her stew, and is silent for a few moments, and then she says, So, uh, and she points to Adolfo's. The handsome one told me where he's from. What about you folks? Where are you from? You look like you're from around there, too. You got the same kind of armor going on. I know that uh, Avalonius people had that, too. You from Akros? I am. Big guy? Cool, yeah. cool. You like growing up there? Yeah, I liked Akros. It was well enough. Hmm. Well, did you, uh, did you know, know Delphos beforehand? I didn't. Oh. So you weren't a gladiator, too? Like, you didn't like... You guys weren't, like, 
fighting together in the arena. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I love this character. Me too. <clears throat> no, we we never we never fought together huh? or each other. Huh. Wouldn't that be a sight? <laughs> I bet Adelphos would win. <laughs> kind of leans over. I bet Adelphos would win. And what about you? Goaty legs. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Might as well have just <laughs> Goaty legs. She says, I'm just joking with you. I know what satyrs are. I know what satyrs are. I don't see many of them out in the seas, though. Yes, well, um, I am different among satyrs, but... I know, you look real fancy. Yes. Um, as, as we're scooting around questions... Um, what what is this about your father? If we were to go speak with him, what? Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, I wouldn't do that if I were you. How far? Why? Oh, of all the questions to ask people who I haven't seen in forty years, because <sighs> he's a bad dude. Why is he bad? Well, when all you want to do is like set up. A place where people could just go and um, kill each other and make a lot of money off of that. But then, like, you, like, trick people into coming and, like, trick them into fighting and then, like, magically keep them there for, like, tons of years to, like, die and come back. And then, like, you know, just for all the game and stuff. Like, I don't know. It's kind of... That's not really... That's... I don't know. That's kind of mean, I think. And, like, after... She looks very, very sad and traumatized um, at the thought coming into her mind. She says, and after... After my mom, I just we were trapped two together, and I don't, I don't see him anymore. You know, the first hundred years, I would, I would see him quite a bit. Um, it was pretty lonely, and it was different. You know, it was different vibes than, 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 you know, not, not living in a, in a, you know, endless time loop. But, um, you know, after that, I just, it wasn't worth it anymore. To go up there. You know, the days pass faster now. For me, I don't. I don't know. I mean, pass the same. So, I if mean, would would a day pass faster in eternity than it would be in in mortality? I don't think so. Because there is no end. You know, I don't really keep track of time or months here. You know, because there's not there isn't a season. You know, I'm not <laughs> I'm not happy. You know, for the next month. You know, because the weather will change. No. Perfect every day. It sucks. If if one were to stay here on the island with you, would they be given your same Punishment. eternal life? You said that these people were here and that they would mm. live and die. Would would someone live forever and not need food? I would assume so. No one's done it, but I would think so. I mean, like when we were sent here, it wasn't like my dad and me were changed. It was like we were sent to a place that was changed. You know, that's a, that's that's a question you gotta bring up to Heliod. She says with a lot of disgust, and then she thinks she's <laughs> like, actually, oh yeah, you would. Apollonia was here for a while. I mean, I don't really know how long a while is, but they ran out of food and stuff. They didn't die, so. I don't know if you would know this. Does time work different here? You obviously have a night and day cycle, mm-hmm. but. Is it on the same... Does it work the same as outside? Last I checked when I was on the outside... Oh, wait, I haven't been. I don't know. Wait, but weren't you on the 
outside before you got trapped here? I was. I lived in days and seasons like I do now. Mm, gotcha. Because what I think you're asking I me is... I guess when you're not really mortal, it's a little different. I just... I guess what you're asking me is if time moves out differently outside of this island. The answer is I don't know because I've been outside this island. Mm-hmm. And no one's ever left and come back either. So I have no way to like judge. You know what I mean? Like, I've had plenty of people, Apple only included, say that she'd come back and visit and they always come back. So I originally thought, yeah, maybe. Maybe, you know, time moves outside a lot faster than in here. And, you know, she'd long since died and forgotten me. But by the way you're talking, maybe it's about the same. I really don't know. What part of the island is your dad on, Lydia? Oh, man, that stew is real good. Real good. Real good. They don't have any, like, music we can all dance to. I haven't danced to music in so long. Fresh out of instruments. Really? And she kind of, like, looks... <laughs> she kind of looks... Shoved, up. like, four things. <laughs> yeah, she looks like Andres is pulling out his instruments. No! No! <laughs> and she says, really? <laughs> really? Uh, what was your name? Uh, Alondros. Oh, right. Uh, can you play me something, please? It's been a long time. I've been here a long time. I'll make you a deal. You answer this last question, and I will play. Alright. A song for a question. Are we doing one for one here? Yes. Alright. Well, play her a song. She's got to answer your question first. Oh. Song first, question later. Okay. She folds her arms <laughs> up finally, kind of stamps her foot a little bit. And she looks at you and she says, because honestly, I got nothing but time. <laughs> Gotcha. I've been sitting on that one for a while too. I love having people. Jokes are great. I would not call her Bluffalandros. I'll pull up my loot and begin to play something upbeat and lighthearted. Okay, this will count as a song of rest for when you guys sleep tonight so that you can roll an extra d6 to any hit points you would like to roll with your hit dice. Perfect. I was going to ask. Yep, that works. And you see, as you start to play, Music upbeat. She kind of gets up and starts dancing. She starts pulling sailors up to, to start dance, like you know, and they do in like circles around the fire and things like that. Um, and after the dance is over, she kind of like sits on the ground after she's been twirling and oh, oh, I miss dancing. Oh, I miss parties. Gosh, I miss being on the outside. Oh. All right, one question. Do we want to go with uh, yep. where her dad is? Yep. Where is your Where is your dad on the island? And she just points up to the top of the mountain, which is now a dark silhouette up against the bright next sky. It was the big green one. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you, it, now it's just a silhouette. Right? right. Yeah. Got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> I do have another question. Do you have another song? I have a question that Why don't you wouldn't pertain. <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't pertain to your father. <clears throat> okay. What would you do if you did get out of here? I have no would, idea. Would you still live forever? Do Archons live forever? Mm, I don't know. Could you leave this place? I don't know. I've tried myself. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't work. Every time I try and pass through and she gestures out to the large circular cloud that is a mile or so off off the coast, this, these still waters. So every time I pass through whatever that is, I just wake back up on the island. Mm-hmm. Well, another song? Yes, please. <laughs> she gets up. And I'll play another 
sea shanty or something like that. And as you do, you see she goes over to you, Adelphos. Mm-hmm. She outstretches her hand, her hand as you're sitting on the sand. I don't know how to dance, but... Well, all the more reason to learn right now, silly. And she pulls you up and begins to dance with you. Mm-hmm. And laughs as you stumble over your feet. I'll roll me a performance check. We'll see how good of a dancer you are. I would definitely be giggling too. Not very good. Not very what good. is it? Nine. Um, it, you're actually fine. For someone who's never danced, you are doing better than a lot of people, but you can definitely tell that you are stumbling over the moves and you step on the wrong foot every now and again, occasionally stepping on hers, and she laughs as, you know, you guys are, are dancing. I, as I see her do that, I want to go up to Thalassa and reach out my hand say, for a dance. Everybody else is doing it, why not? I'll take her hand. Probably not say much, because I wouldn't know what to say, but... And I probably wouldn't dance just close to him. I'd just be dancing. Yeah. <laughs> you pull her up, and you dance near each other. Yep. Not necessarily with each other. Um, and it's fun. It's enjoyable. All right. So as I see kind of the, the group stand up, I'm going to, as I play... Um, through my music, cast prestidigitation for a few different things. I'll make it like smell nice and put like fireworks and lights and stuff kind of floating around and just kind of make it like a, a fun, nice environment. And I'll just keep playing all yeah. until they seem done. Yeah. So. And uh, you dance, people are dancing for quite a while. And you see that the crew is now that Lydia had pulled multiple people up. Are, is getting more into it, and everybody seems to have a wonderful time. You you even catch Iadorna um, standing over by herself, kind of nodding her head and tapping her foot a little bit um, to the beat. And whenever she catches an eye, just kind of stops and is frozen, <laughs> you know. Um, there comes a point where everyone does get tired of this dancing. It's very merry, and they kind of sit down, and she says, You know, that was the most fun I've had in centuries. I'll answer any questions you have. I assume that you played longer than just one. Yeah, I, I, I would play. Yeah, for a, yeah, some and, time. and you all did. You all played for a couple hours. Any questions for Lydia? Does Lydia even see Orpheus? But she, she has now. Yeah, <laughs> she has now. And she kind of was like, "Oh, huh? I didn't know those were around anymore." They're kind of making a comeback. Things do that. It's a, new, it's a new breed. Yeah. No, she's, no, I don't, but I'll take your word for it. Well, Lydia, could you tell us about the arena on the island? What do you want to know? Everything. Well? I would use my, um, my helm of telepathy, uh-huh. and I would send a message to her uh-huh. that says, Is there a sword there? Okay, none of you hear that, because he does it. Hashtag not eat. And she, kind of <laughs> like, she kind of like turns her head sharply at you, like surprised that you're able to do this. With a, kind of a smirk on her face, and she says, yeah. Does she say yeah out loud? Yes. Probably wouldn't really catch me off guard. She's weird. She is weird. <laughs> yep, she just turns and she says, yeah. It's about a half day, almost a full day's hike to the summit of the mountain. And that's where the arena is. Hmm. Is there anything there? 
The arena. Duh. <laughs> I just said that. She says, yeah, my dad's up there too. Is this dangerous? Is there creatures still about? Or, or what was... Was the arena for fighting other people? Mostly. Near the end, it got very violent. He would pit monsters against normal people, against their wills. Barbaric. A lot of lives were lost in that arena. Pointlessly, might I add. It started off as games, like any other would expect, to show who would be the strongest or the fastest or the best equipped. And over time evolved to nothing more than a show that he would delight in. A bloodbath that he would bathe in regularly. Would we have to go there to talk to him? Which, and you see she turns to the mountain and just yells, Which I'm not ever gonna do again, Cleon! And it kind of echoes across. She turns, she says, I can show you where the stairs start, but you'll have to make the climb by yourself. I've gotten the feeling you're not much of a fan of the good gods. No. Quote, Good gods. Nope, I'm not. And I have a feeling you're not much of a fan of the bad ones either. No, I guess you could lump it into any god. I don't really appreciate. You've lived as long as I have and only have the memories of what the world was. Before you were trapped in an eternal prison away from the rest of the world, you begin to realize the true nature of the gods. I don't really like it. What would you say the true nature of the gods is? Selfish. I mean, isn't that the definition of God? They do always have an agenda. (laughs) They don't give something without (laughs) wanting something. And when I say that, I'm going to glance at, make eye contact with Theseus. Okay. Okay, I notice. <clears throat> says, much like, it's kind of ironic, because uh, once the Archons were overthrown, with the help of the gods, might I add, some of them were punished by the gods for, well, using their power in ways that they didn't see or right. Ironic. And you see she just kind of like lays back at the sand and stares back at the stars. <sighs> yep. Hmm. And the only reason you're stuck here is because of your father's choices? Yep. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. I know life's not fair, but that feels feels like a disservice. 
you see she kind of grabs handfuls of sand and kind of lifts them up and lets them fall. She says, yeah. In the end, I guess, none of it really matters. Well, it was fun. Good night. You see, she just kind of like rolls over onto her side. Do you want a blanket or a pillow or? <clears throat> you hear the heavy sounds of her breathing. She's already asleep. Wow. <laughs> I wish I could do that. Honestly, when that's... you've gone to sleep as many times as she has, you know. Good. Good I mean, technically, we could do it for you, but yeah, you did that once with a broken nose. Which, by the way, does it look okay? Your nose? It's like just a little bit. I lied to you. I say sideways. That looks fine. I like get like a really good close look, and I'm like, it does look a little bit crooked. Do you want me to fix it? I read for your face. Uh, I'm gonna pull back. All right. <laughs> I would like to reset his nose. Hey, roll me a medicine check. Please do Ooh. good. <laughs> Ooh, sorry. I meant to go Too left. <laughs> At least I have zero on medicine and not, like, negative. 13? Yeah. It hurts really bad. So bad. I'm not gonna make. Done. I'm not going to make you take damage for it. Thank you. <laughs> But yet, you take 10 damage. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's retcon it. I'll, I'll have a crooked nose. <laughs> but, and it, he does, he does like a, much like in an emergency, like a veterinarian could render medical aid to somebody, you know, because they've got basic knowledge of medicine, but they're not a doctor, you know, much like that. Thesis has probably seen tons of broken noses. In he's probably reset a few. Yeah, in his time's fine. He's probably, probably reset a few, a few, but not, not. Easily or without pain, you yeah. know, it kind of like reset takes a, soap, a shoulder or something. Yeah. I get the job done. Yeah. yeah, but he is able to set it, make it straight. Thank you. Do you all go to sleep? You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we go to sleep, I want to find a little spot just quietly on the beach. Okay. And I want to sit there and try and meditate and. Ask Crufix to send me to ask him if there's anything that I need to do to help Lydia. Let me roll a check. Okay. Callan has no idea how this god stuff really works, and it probably only lasts for. It's an eight. Yeah. It's very fitting. You. Your connection with Crufix is different than the one you had with your previous god. Yeah. Um, and you feel less of an obligation to do his will because you know, now understand that Crufix's will is just to keep things, you know, just to keep the world from ending, basically. He's not on anybody's side. Yeah. Um, and so because of that, you find it difficult within yourself to sort of grasp how to communicate with him effectively. Mm -hmm. And so you utter this prayer, but nothing really comes back. But you don't get the idea that it's not, you know, because Crufix doesn't care. You know, it's, it's just totally different. It's just totally that, different. That's kind of what sense. I was going for, is yeah. having Callan figure that out. Yeah. Because yep. before it was, 
you're opposed to all the gods. Yeah. And so as you get the feel for this, um, you don't feel anything from him, but you get... I don't know, it was like some fruit fly that was going chocolate. Chocolate. Hands off my Kit Kat. We have fruit flies. I don't know, just the last couple days, like... Yeah, we've got one back there. It's probably the dirt. Yeah, the dirt can make them. Yeah. Yeah. We had Uh, that too in our house. We had to leave them outside for like a long time. Leave what? The plants outside. Plants, dirt and stuff. We we get them. We don't have plants. But like, we... Yes, we do. We do now. But before we didn't. But we, like, if we had any scraps of fruit in our garbage, like limes that we put in drinks or like orange peels or anything like that, which we often do because we do that every day. They're annoying. People back um, anyway, in the day used to think that flies and things came from um, rotting fruit and yeah. flesh and things really? like that. Like, yeah. I mean, they can't. Oh, they, they literally thought that it was inside of the object, and when it started rotting, they would come out. Yeah. Because they're just That's like horrifying. Yeah. yeah. What about you still eat? eat or like maggots and like meat and stuff. Like, yeah. that, they used to think that it was just always in it, but only came out when it was rotting. They're um, just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay, so, um, so you don't you don't necessarily get anything from Crufix, any direct messages or anything like that. However, you do get the idea that it doesn't matter in in Crufix's indifference and neutrality. This situation with Lydia doesn't matter. After five minutes of trying to meditate and do this, I just throw myself back on the sand, sort of feeling defeated and not knowing what to do. And I just lay there looking at the stars till I fall asleep. Alright, roll me d4. Four. Okay, you have piety. I have piety again! <laughs> Which means you get something! Yep. Oh, does it? I'll yeah, tell you, you, get one I'll tell you over okay. the break. We're gonna pause there. Okay. Everybody. So as you gain this blessing from your god, that gives you access to more powers, this piety that you've received, you've drifted off to sleep. And um, it is the next morning. Everybody wakes up, and you now are able to finish a short rest. So please roll your hit dice accordingly, or regain whatever you may regain with short rests. All of them. Don't forget to roll an extra d6 because of the song of rest that happens. And as you wake up, um, you see... Uh, Iadorna I is talking to some of the crew members that are awake now. And she comes over to you and says, Well, I will have the crew harvest some wood here and make what repairs we can. How long are we intending to stay? I think that kind of remains to be seen. <clears throat> three days? At least. at least three days minimum. I mean, it's a... Uh, how long was the trip to... Lydia, how long was the trip to... Stay. Half a day. To where? To the arena. arena. Oh, Lydia's not there. We don't know where Lydia is. Oh, oh she's like gone. Yeah, she's oh. not. She's not there. Okay. 
I'll go and try and find her. Okay. Yeah, I say three days then. At least three days. And Dora says, good, we should have a majority of, of the ship repaired by then. Just so you all know, your ship has 450 hit points because you got the extra um, armor and, and hit points added to it. Or 400. No, it was 475, sorry. Um, and you guys dipped to about 380, so almost 100 hit points lower. Okay. Um, and also, uh, Theseus, you are down a shield as well. I know. Okay, I'm just making sure that you're aware and, and yeah. adjust your armor class accordingly. Uh, yeah, I have. Okay. Way, right. way, way back. Okay, I'm just, I'm just making sure, because I don't know if we've gotten in too much combat since then, so I just had forgotten. I yeah. just wanted... Is there any, like... I mean, is there any, like... Anyone on the ship that has a shield that I could, you know, be like, I'll pay you for that shield. So there are ships that are built, I mean, shields that are built onto the side of the ships. Oh, yeah. For for protection, but they're like riveted to the ship itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And these, all these people are are sailors. They would have no real reason to use ships. The combat that they would have would be just more with, you know, what few weapons they had. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Rexenor. Who's with you is totally forgotten about him. Is the only of the three that you could have chosen from that does not have a shield. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, also, I would like to since I never put my, I never said that I wanted to put my gauntlets back on. I would like to put them back on and reattune to them and reattune to them. Okay. Yes. All right. And then so, I already said I was going to try and find them. Yeah. So you go as you reattune to your gauntlets, and as um, Iadorna kind of gives you. What is expected and what will happen. Um, you walk into the forest, kind of the direction where you first met Lydia. Um, and you walk for quite a ways until you go to the other side of... Uh, not the complete other side, but sort of across from the woods where you, you all were, to the beach. And she's sitting where she had found you. Mm-hmm. Sitting on the beach with her legs in the water. Mm-hmm. She's just kind of staring... And you see that on this side, this is actually where the sun is, is rising. So this is the east. Uh, did we have breakfast already? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say it's happening right now. So I'm like eating something. Oh, yeah. What's up? Oh, you know, another day in paradise. Prison. And as you say that and see, this is the most, probably the most beautiful sunrise you've ever seen in your life. Mm. Happening right in front of you. And she says, <laughs> Depends on who you ask, but yeah. I'm sure that when you first got here, the scenery was beautiful. And then after a week of seeing the exact same thing, it was pretty ugly. You're wise for a gladiator. And for someone who's illiterate. You can't read? No. Or write. Oh. Trust me, I've tried. So wait, you never... What's your name? No. I know it starts with an A. Uh, she says, come here. Um, she asks you to come sit by her in the sand. You do it? Yeah. And you see she um, goes and she begins to, to put her hand over on your leg. And then you realize she's actually just grabbing a dagger. She pulls a dagger out from your, from your waistband. She Whoa. goes, oh, relax. And then you see in the sand, in the wet sand... She begins to write your name. And she writes it first. She knows how to spell it? A, well, yeah. Adele. It's pretty easy to spell. And then Greek Phos. Adelphos. 
And so she writes, it's not uncommon, right? It'd be like, well, your yeah, name's John. Good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, everyone knows how to spell John unless you don't have an H in there, which is weird, right? Yeah. And so. Sorry for anyone who. who sorry for anyone. <laughs> sorry for anyone whose name is John without an H. We love you too. And, uh, she writes your name in the sand. And she says, she uses the letters every time. She says, see Adelphos. And then as you kind of look at it, you see the waves wash in and like clean it. And she says, hands the dagger to you. And she says, you try. I'd probably grip it like toddlers learning how to write where they wrap their whole fist around it. You yeah. Know? I mean, like it's a dagger, like so you'd write like that anyway. But mm-hmm. yeah, you do. And it's it's really shaky. And you, you have this, you have, you struggle to make the first three letters before the waves wash up and wash it away. And you're kind of frustrated with it. She puts her hand on yours. Mm-hmm. She says, let me help you. And so she helps you and you write Adelphos and it comes washes and washes away and you do it again. Adelphos. You do it three or four times. And she says, and then finally she takes her hand off of yours and you're able to, it's still a little shaky, but you're able to write your whole name into the sand, Adelphos with your dagger. Before the waves come up to wash it away. I've never been so proud and so frustrated at the same time. <laughs> That's typically how learning goes. Thank you're, you you're, for showing me this is very useful. Of course. Probably get a little teary, just like You're a quick learner. And she kinda looks around um, to make sure nobody's nobody's near you guys and she says, What are you doing with, with this group, with this party? Why do you why do you stay with them? I mean you told me yourself you were given your freedom. Why didn't you go and, and be free? It doesn't seem like you want to be here. I feel like if I went and was free, I wouldn't know what to do. I'm an adult with the brain capacity of a child trying to go out and live in a city. Didn't have any family that I knew of at least, any friends, except these guys. I, I was willing, I was willing to risk it all for these guys. Still am. You and I are similar in a lot of ways. But I guess this one we're not. You have people that care for you and want your back. And I only have myself. And you see she gets up and starts walking into the forest. Where are you going? Come on. She says without stopping. She just keeps walking. I follow her. She leads you through the forest. Um, about a 15-20 minute walk um, slight incline until you see the force begins um, to more steadily increase and you realize that this is the base of the mountain and you see she leads you to what looks overgrown at first but you can finally discern through the foliage a set of stairs and she says this is the way up to the arena I trust you can find your way back and lead your friends here Thank you. You're welcome. And she begins to walk away and then stops. She turns back and she says, I don't know what you're wanting up there, why you need to go. But in case you don't come back down, or you leave without saying goodbye, and she grabs you and she kisses you. This one, a lot longer than the one before. The other one was just a quick, a quick kiss. And as she pulls her face away from yours, she says, good luck up there, Adelphos, the great. And she walks off into the forest. I don't even know why. Or, no, never mind. 
probably just sit. We'll stand and think, and then walk back and find these guys. Okay. Um, Adolphus is gone for like an hour. <laughs> like, an hour and a half. Guess it's um, that long. The, <laughs> <laughs> they, they spent time on the beach riding and things and, and going. Um, and it's it's now mid-morning, um, almost pushing midday, not quite. And uh, you see Adelphos finally comes out of the tree line and walks down to the beach. Did you did you find her? You said you were going to go find her. I didn't think you were going to be gone for an hour. She showed me the way up to the Colosseum. We didn't go there. Now, now we know the way. Okay. You okay? Yeah. I kind of like her. Are we going to go up there? Adelphos is going to make Archon babies. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing else to do. I think we should head out. Don't think we're going to need food. I'm still bringing some. It's going to suck <laughs> if we do. <laughs> Two days in. Why did you convince us that we'd be fine? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you pack some, some simple packs. You carry a couple days of provisions, bedrolls and things like that. Um, anticipating that you might spend the night up on the mountain. Um, taking half day, almost more to get up, and the same amount to get down. Yes, Adolphus. Um... So, can I, like, pack my pack? And would I notice that my handkerchief is gone? The rose is gone, too, just so you know. It is? Yeah, I took it. Oh, yeah, I did. Um, I've forgotten to give it. I've just forgotten to give it back to you. No, you you search through your pack. The rose is there. And when you were packing your things, Callan, you realized that the The rose rose is gone. gone. Um, Dispel magic. (laughs) (laughs) And, um... You do you normally keep your handkerchief in your pack, or do you normally keep it on your person? Oh, yeah, normally on my person. Yeah, I guess I've just been so busy and stuff. Yeah, so. but I would say in that moment, um, you're kind of making sure you have everything, and then you realize, kind of tucked mm-hmm. into your armor where you normally keep it, it's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably walk over to Alondros first because he's probably the most trustworthy out of us five. <laughs> Um, I think I misplaced my handkerchief. Have, have you seen it? Oh, well, I believe it was around here somewhere. I'm sure that someone has it. We didn't get engulfed by the waves when I took the plunge. No, I'm I'm pretty sure that someone has I'm not sure what, who, who left off with it, but... Mm-hmm. Well, if you could ask around, that'd be great. Why don't you? Be even better. <laughs> As I kind of finish packing my yeah. stuff, like choosing between two instruments. To take. Yeah, like put which one do I in the take? Bag. I'll just put a ball. Take out the food. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Is there? Yeah. Is there like a like piece of wood or something? Like a big piece of wood, like a pallet almost. Yeah, there's a bunch of crates everywhere. Well, not like a crate. I mean, there's just a like broken a, crate lid. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Yeah, there is a broken crate <laughs> lid. I would like to take that and practice carving my name into it. Okay. Yeah. While you're waiting for everyone else to get ready, mm-hmm. um, you do. Again, it's it's shaky. Um, roll me a d20 and add your proficiency bonus to it because you are learning to use carpenter's tools. Mm-hmm. Well, this is how good your name will turn out on the wood. It's just a fun little... Oh, 11. Yeah, so it's not great, but you're actually proud it's of eligible. yourself. It's eligible, and, um, you know, it's for anyone who's ever carved into wood, it's difficult to make circular 
um, letters in wood without making it super blocky, you're able to kind of get those circles in without making it real super choppy. And so, yeah, you find a little a little piece of wood and carve your name into it as everyone gets ready. Greek is kind of choppy. So, I'm definitely saying this like, out loud as I'm writing it. Like, All right, is everybody ready to go? Um, before we go, I would like to go to Thalassa Okay, find her. Thalassa, do you do you still have the the handkerchief? The handkerchief? Oh yeah, I'm sure it's around here somewhere. Hold on, one second. She does. She goes through her stuff. Ah, ah, here it is. Hey, could I could I have it? I'd like to give it to Adelphos. Ah, mend some some ties. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Thank you. And I would take the handkerchief from her. Right. And then I would make my way... Tell you what, actually, no, I probably... I don't know, I could do it now, or I could yeah, do wobble walking. It's perfect, because yeah, he's carving his name in the thing, so... That's fair. The wood light breaks, like... <laughs> and then I would then go over to Adelphos, um, and maybe just... Adelphos. Yes? Um, whenever we... Whenever we fell in the water, um, I was I was searching for you, and I mm-hmm. I found this, and I take out the handkerchief that belonged to his mother. Oh, thank you. I reach out to grab it. As you exchange this handkerchief, Theseus, you have never really paid much attention to this, and even when you had found it in the ocean and was grieving Alondros, your Adelphos, Adelphos, your your emotions were such that it just, you know, this was just a, a piece of Adelphos that had been left. You never really paid attention to the details. But as you exchange it over to Adelphos, you see something that you had never really noticed before. And that it is embroidered around the edges. Actually, no. There's one corner that has a little embroidery in it. And there are two letters there with a symbol. The symbol is a small black rose. <laughs> And you see the two letters as P R. Is he still holding on? You can't shush us on that. It was involuntary. Shush. And you hand it over. Thank you. I I go to put it away. Um, Delphos, what uh? What's um, this on the corner here? Does that mean anything to you? No. You recognize the P because there's a P in your name. Yeah. You kind of recognize the R because you've been through the alphabet before. Uh-huh. But you, you don't. You don't really understand that it would represent a name or anything like that, right? Uh, to you, growing up, they were just symbols. Uh. No, I couldn't read until this morning, and I still can't read, but... And then there's a there's a little picture on it. Fair enough. Fair enough. I just thought my, my mother gave it to me, and I thought it was useful, so... It just means a lot. I don't know where she got it. Would I know where she got it? No. Let me just check. That's a six. You were given this 
when you were really little. Mm-hmm. Like, this wasn't, she, because she died, you said, when you were about 10, yeah. right? She gave this to you before she, she died, not like on her deathbed. But yeah, but like. Several I, years before, mm-hmm. right? Like as um, a, Like as a young, like yeah. a, an older toddler, right? Like, like four. Yeah, like four or five years old, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't really have a very strong memory of, of the context you're receiving this handkerchief. Mm-hmm. Um, you just remember that it was given to you. By your mother. Does it mean something to you? Uh, Even if it does, I'm still keeping it. Oh no, you should. That was awesome. (laughs) That was perfect. I love it. I love it. Sorry, keep going. No, I I don't want it. Uh, Keep it. I'm I'm just glad you have it. You tuck it away. Mm -hmm. Nobody else saw that other than those two. As you all kind of gather back together, your things packed, you bid farewell to the crew and begin your journey. Along uh, Adelphos, as you lead the party into the into the uh, tropical forest, it takes you a minute, but you're able to find the the steps, the stairs leading up. And right now, it's about it's about noon. Okay, this is it. You guys walk. I guess so. It's not really. Um, Really so they're going to walk up the steps. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any trees nearby, like big trees? Yeah, there's tons. There's lots of palm trees and other um, jungle trees that are around. Mm-hmm. I'll just say, I'll, you guys start walking. I'll catch up with you in a minute. Okay. And I go to the like biggest tree nearby. Okay. And I carve a Delphos. And then I take out the black rose and I set up the base of the tree. Okay. And then I start walking up. Alright. You all begin ascending up, and Adelphos catches up to you. And this goes, this is a very steep mountain, um, but you see that the vegetation grows even up this steep mountain, like it does in uh, South America. Um, it's very humid, hot, um, but fortunately there aren't insects. So the, the hike is, is very calm and soothing. Um, really, the only noise is the wind blowing through the trees and different uh, things around. And for part of the walk up, it's covered by the canopy of some trees and others it's in the sun. You walk for a couple hours um, and you gain pretty significant uh, altitude. Now you're able to sort of see over the rest of the island. Um, The only parts you can't see is what's on the other side of the mountain you're next to. But from where you are now, you can see the ship down on the beach and um, the crew members that look, you know, like ants kind of going about doing their thing. You see a, a tree that's far away and small fall down as if they're cutting it down to repair the ship. And you continue on about halfway through. You realize that there is a part where the stairs have crumbled. Um, it is about 15 feet of very, very steep, rocky terrain between uh, about 15 feet wide and about Five or ten feet above where you're standing. On our way up, I want to <clears throat> stop Alondros and say, we need to use those grapes that we've been carrying around for months. I was just going over my old notebooks, and I realized that we put those in the bag of holding, and we have not ever used them. Yes, I completely forgot about those. We... 
We should use those tonight when we when we make camp. We should all yes and utilize those. Hand out. We only had four of each, right? Yeah. Yep. So you had four purple and four green. And you know that the purple ones bring the healing, bring you to max HP. Yeah, and the green ones. And the green ones, you roll a dice randomly, one through six. Whenever one lands on, you will increase that ability by one. Okay. And you only have four because Theseus did not participate in the Yeah, hashtag no evil. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get Listen, anything from it, man. I can't wait for the day that you get to prove that you're a good guy. I look forward to it. It's just the fact that you made a point that you're like, no, I don't participate in the prayer. I don't participate in the ritual. Well, I mean, mean, well, I did it out of like, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I mean, like, I felt like maybe. I understand why you didn't. Yeah. I'm just saying that that's why you weren't rewarded. No, I totally understand why I wasn't. I passed with like a D because all I did was go and sit down and be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Which I should have done, but I (laughs) didn't. uh, I passed with a D. I skipped with like a D minus. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. These good degrees, baby. <laughs> okay. Um, and as you say that, you guys come across a part in the stairs that has broken away, it, appear, it appears. About 10 or 15 feet um, of very, very steep mountainside, overgrown with the rubble. You can see the path of the rubble of the, of the stairs as it had gone down. And the next steps are about 15 feet, not 15 feet, about 5 feet higher than where you are now, about 10 or 15 feet away. Okay, I'm going to bust out my climber's kit. All right. I didn't know you had one. Yep. When we originally did the... That's right. Uh, I was like, here, I have a list of... Yep, I forgot that. Crap. You're right. You're right. Um, so I want to pull that out and take an additional rope with me that okay. I can... I guess tie it on somewhere else, or maybe I could use my climber's kit to so you have, anchor a rope on yeah. one side and the other. That kind of just so you have you have, you have pythons or whatever they're called. What yeah, they're called? We... pythons. Pythons. You have some pythons, some anchors. Yeah. And how I imagine, correct me if this does not sound what you would do, is you would climb along the mountain wall to get to the other side. Yep. And every so often, you put an anchor, loop a rope through that anchor. Next one, loop the rope through that anchor. Next one. And essentially what that would do is somebody could hold on to the rope that's anchored to the anchors on the wall and then only have to use their feet to really yeah, that's kind of what I grab on. Does that make sense? And just find their foothold. Correct. Anyway. So if you take lead and do that, okay. you would have to roll an athletics check um, okay. to get across. And then the rest of you would also have to do that, but you would get advantage because of the anchors that he set out. Athletics? Yeah. That's a bummer. Who's the one that eats it over walls? 18. Yeah. So you're... And the reason why I have to not acrobatics I, is because you're physically like, yeah, holding your know. weight as yeah. you're slowly going it over. It makes sense. Um, so you watch. It takes about 20 minutes. Um, you anchor your anchor close to the edge of the stairs that you're on, the mm-hmm. first one. Loop it through. Um, and as you climb... About, you know, another four or five feet, you set another anchor. About four or five feet, you set another anchor as you're going up. And then you finally make it to the top stairs. You anchor another anchor on that top stairs. And now you all have advantage climbing across if you hold on to this rope that has been anchored. And I'm going to leave that there. Okay. Yeah. In case we need to make a hasty retreat. That sounds great. Yeah. It will definitely be, you could also, it'll be easier to jump 
from the higher oh, one that's to true. the lower one. That's true. But what I'm going to leave it. You well, yeah, because what you'll have to do is yeah. you have to go back to the first and then undo it as you come back yeah, to I'm, where you are. I'm just going to leave it okay. in case we do. And okay. Yeah. So everybody roll me an athletics check with advantage. <laughs> with advantage? With oh, advantage. No. One thing it's with advantage. Yep. Does no one have good athletics? I have a minus okay. one. I have a plus six. 18. And then a 19. I plus have a six. I, I just want these two at 18. least. 18. Okay. Uh, 25. Okay. 19. Okay. Yeah, everybody, it doesn't take you nearly as long, and that's because you're not setting anchors yourself. It takes each person out five minutes as you, and you go one one at a time. You don't go all, you don't all go together. Um, as you hold on to this rope, that's about eye level, and, and all you have to do is find your footwork and your footing as you climb up into this uh, other stairs. I guess goat feet would be more useful. No, it would be. Yeah. You're surprised at how goat. easy You're a city is. goat. Stop. <laughs> I mean, I have no... City I, goat? I have a plus zero. Right. Oh, for climbing. <laughs> okay. You guys continue on? Um, are we getting closer to the top? Yeah, you notice now that you're, you're probably more than two-thirds of the way. Okay. Um... As we really start getting within a couple hundred yards, being able to see this arena, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna let everybody know. I I think we should go slow, just because we haven't seen any beasts down below on this island. Doesn't mean that there's not something or some things inhabiting this arena. All right, that's that's an astute observation. So. And then from that point, obviously, if I'm jumping far ahead, then, but rolling, I would like to go stealthily. Okay. And you can, you can go stealthily at the same pace as the group. If the group goes stealthily, everyone will have to go. Yeah. Half speed. Okay. Then I will start going stealthily. Okay. Are you taking lead? Yes. Okay. And I would throw up my, my cloak. Oh my gosh, that was bad. 15. Yeah. So... Callan takes point, you guys kind of fall a little back, and you guys continue your climb. It doesn't take you much longer as you begin to climb that you see the scenery up here begins to change. And the very, very green forest turns into what appears to be an overgrown city or town. And as you follow your, the stairs up, you see that in, in, in this, built into the side of this mountain, is a small city. You see houses made of beautiful rock that have been overgrown by vines and trees and what was originally a staircase that hugged the side of a mountain is now instead of hugging exactly the side of the mountain kind of going up through it and on both sides these um, rooftops begin to appear and you get the feeling that if you had lived here before it was abandoned and overgrown that it would have been a very very beautiful place to live Um, overlooking the entire island and the ocean you're several hundred feet um, above sea level up here and as the the city and the road and the stairs that you're walking on winds up, you begin to see the top of the mountain and built onto the top as if continuing as if continuing the mountain itself, you see the arena perfectly built. And what you didn't realize was the summit of the mountain is the arena itself that sits on top. That appeared just to be the top of the mountain from far away. And you see that it too is just overgrown and green with this foliage 
And as you continue to walk up the stairs, it eventually leads you the very top of the stairs to the gates of the arena. So do you guys get what I'm saying? Like mountains like this? Yep. And mm-hmm. on the very top is yep. the arena. That's cool. Sick. What's, what time of like day? Mount Olympus. Yeah, like Mount Olympus. Um, as, you, as you're getting up there, it is now evening time. It took us six hours. Yeah. The sun has not gone down yet, but it is beginning. And when I say beginning to set, I don't mean it's like touching the horizon. But you know... In the evening when it's, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. The light is beginning to diffuse and, and it's not as bright, but it's not necessarily getting dark yet. Should we make camp before entering? I think so. I'd kind of like to look around these buildings as well. Sounds good. Yeah. I'm, I'd like to go explore the buildings. Yes, my feet I've never hurt. really seen anything like it. Okay. You guys decide to make camp right there on the stairs outside? Um, I was thinking, like, maybe we could check out one of the buildings. Yeah, I was thinking go check out some of these buildings and okay. see if we can find one that would be All right. suitable. And or I just want to personally investigate and just see if they're abandoned or if there was people the ever living in them or okay. nicks. All right. So as you begin to search through the buildings, um, who's all looking? Are you guys splitting up, going in the same buildings together? What's happening? I'll probably just go on my own. Actually, no. Worst possible choice. I'll, I'll go with I'll, you. Yeah, I'll go with the Delphos. <laughs> as soon as I see him walking off on his own, I, I tag along okay. with him. So Delphos and Vidis going together? Is there any other groups going, or is everyone going by, theirself, by themselves? I would kind of peer... Um, so we're kind of in, like, the middle. Are there any, like, houses, like, close by? Yeah, there are. Yep, there are houses. There are houses built all the way up right to the arena. So I probably wouldn't mm-hmm. leave the road too much and just kind of look in some windows or whatever opening there is just to kind of okay. check it out. Um, as you look into these windows, you don't see much. A lot of it is overgrown. Um, um, vines and things growing in and out of the windows. And as you peer in, you see that even inside these buildings, there's just plants just growing everywhere. Mm. Vidious. Ugh, I always do that. Callan and Adelphos, do you guys go in any buildings themselves yes okay. i want to go in and i want to like look for stuff yeah okay. sift through and try and find just any remnants whether it's cups or okay. old books or roll anything books. that roll me a nature check okay both of you both of you this is how well you're able to <clears throat> thanks 16 and this is how well you're able to search through a, a very thick viney. If you've ever been in like a a rainforest, it's you can't really see anything on the ground even. Yeah, Callan knows a lot about it. One. You rolled one? Yeah. Yep. Um, Doesn't seem like you know a lot about it. I got 16. <laughs> You're able, well, he knows about how hard it is yeah. to look through it. <laughs> and it is, and it's different. And, and as Callan, as, as you begin to like pull plants away, like pull the leaves away from the vines. It's as if there's just like more plants underneath. It's like so hard. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? No, totally. Like as you move plants, there's just more plants underneath them. It just doesn't make sense. You know, there's just so much. But Adelphos, you're able to look around as well. And you do see evidence that these were once inhabited. You see chairs, furniture, um, most of it rotted away that's not made of metal or stone. You see um, uh, dishes and cups and things like that. Um, and roll me a d100. A d100? Yeah. 
88. And as you uh, walk through this house, you go into what I assume would be the main chambers. You're not really sure. There appears to be what maybe was a bed there at some point. And you're able to find um, just deep, wrapped in roots and vines, an old, rotted chest. And what's really only left on it is that those metal pieces that kind of hold the wood together. Hinges. The hinges, but also like, you know, the actual metal pieces, the bands and the rivets and things, you know. And inside, you see very dirty and almost fused together through years of, of plant growth and dirt and grime. 88 gold pieces. Sweet. Hey, Callan, did you find anything? There's just more plants. It's never ending. You tried cutting them. No. Now you get the help action. Yeah, no, seriously. You can have a nature check with advantage if you choose to slash through them. Natural 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so as you, as you do that, That's some good you, advice. the second you slice where you're at, you see that you had actually sliced in front of um, like an indentation in the wall built on stone that someone would house uh, dinnerware. And you see some nice, like like almost like our equivalent of China, just nice, really nicely made, like a goblet with some jewels embedded in it, and you know, actual silver forks and things like that, like silverware. You know what I mean? They will have a value to it. I'm not going to sign them right now. <laughs> Shovels into there's bag. Not, there's, yeah. there's not a ton of them. There's like the one cup with the jewels. I'd, there's probably roll me a d10. I don't know if I would. I think I would just take maybe one set. Like a knife, a spoon, and a fork. Okay. If I can find them, yeah. and then one cup. You can. Okay. You're That's able to find a knife, a spoon, and a fork, and then you, and then there really is actually only one cup there. Okay. And you can see that through the grime and stuff, there is jar of jewels and stuff. It's a nice cup. Perfect. Mm. I don't necessarily I, need to know values on them. Just so you did know. I hear this? Yeah. Well, you just heard mm. a slash and then like a clatter. That's mm. it. Ha <laughs> I got it. I'll go um, over and see it. Yeah, you, yeah. you just see what he finds. And, and mm-hmm. he really takes... That's really all that was there. You mm-hmm. know, the other the rest of the stuff there. Mm-hmm. Bronze and tarnished mm-hmm. brass and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, do you guys go back and meet, meet with the rest of the group? Yep. Okay. People definitely lived here. Oh, yeah. Yes. And they needed food. As I hold up the fork. Oh, interesting <laughs> thing. Clearly they had a monetary system. Hmm. Ooh. Does the gold, are they... Uh, I'm assuming they're different than the gold pieces we have. Roll an investigation check. This is yeah, really cool. That, that'd be cool. I would, that was my first thought. <laughs> yeah. And the reason why you're rolling an investigation check is these are very weathered. Okay. And mm-hmm. grunt, you know what I mean? Like, if... I don't know. Can I roll one too? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, like, I, I opened the bag and, like, yeah. shown so. Because, like, if anybody's actually dug, like, real pottery, like, a real coin from, like, an archaeological site, it's like, they look like rocks. <laughs> 16. Okay. What did you I get? I had a better... What did you get, Adelphos? A three. Okay. So, as you begin to wipe the grime away, um, it takes a minute, and you can kind of see the impression on this gold piece. And it is different than a normal monetary system that you are used to. It doesn't look like it was minted in Akros or Melitus or Setessa. What's this say? There's no words on it. Can I look at it now and like see yeah. the? Yeah, he is able to grind it and kind of show you guys. Mm-hmm. Well, is it me and him or like everyone's there? All everyone's of us yeah, there. we yeah. would have gone back. What is on the coin? It is a black rose. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is a helmet 
mm-hmm. regular, not, nothing identifying any particular god on it, mm-hmm. with um, crossed swords behind it. Mm. Heads and tails. Yeah, one side is one side is the helmet. The mm-hmm. other side is the cross swords. Are, there, are, are they like different sizes? Mm. Any of them? No. Are they all like exactly the, all same? the same? Either somebody had eighty-eight cents or eighty-eight dollars. They're made of gold. You know, I think they're gold. gold. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think they're just. A gold piece. Hey, yeah. this is I, I feel like it, this is a new diff- monetary system. So maybe gold is really bad. Are you should have say Bitcoin. That's <laughs> probably Bitcoin. So <laughs> you guys had spent some time looking through these houses, walking down the street, side of peering in, and you guys begin to make your camp. Um, uh, leading up, when you guys, when the stairs led up to the door, there was a larger, flatter space, almost like a courtyard that led right before the doors happened. Um, which I assume is where you guys are going to uh, gonna camp. It's not an enclosed, trappable place like a house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where a shambling know. mound can come and attack us <laughs> in the middle exactly. of the night. <laughs> so, you guys that begin to make deal? camp? No, but it just sounds like shambling mound somewhere in this place. Do you guys begin quiet. to make camp? Yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. As you guys begin to put down your bedrolls and to doff your armor... Um, it's reasonable that you doff armor before you go to bed. You don't just sleep. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and the sun begins to set. It does begin to get darker. And as you collect firewood to begin to start a fire, you begin to hear a noise. And it sounds like a flash. Like a... And it begins to get louder. And you realize it's coming down from where you had come from from the stairs. And as you peer around... Because this the stairway curves and you don't have a straight shot down, you begin to see light begin to appear to come from the bottom of the stairs. Like candles. And you see the, all the torches that had aligned the streets. Some of them covered in um, thick foliage that you can see the glow from. Others that have been out on their own begin to light. And then you see they light each individually on either side of the road, all the way up to where you're sitting. And then the two large um, braziers that are either side of these great large doors to this Colosseum alight. And then you hear, and the doors open into the Colosseum. And you see the Colosseum covered in torchlight. We haven't noticed this. No, this did not happen the night before. I draw my sword and I say, I don't like this. Somebody obviously knows we're here. Theseus. Roll a religion check. Evil boy. You're just a... You're drawn to it. It's a new. A seven. (laughs) A seven. Oh, wisdom saving throw. Oh, oh gosh. What do I get to add to my wisdom modifier? Yep. Your wisdom. Yeah. 15. Okay. You feel compelled to go into the arena. I just feel compelled? Yeah. You don't get us really a sense of danger. Mm-hmm. But you feel compelled. There's, some, there's someone there you got to talk to. I'm going to, I'm not going to go in. 
But what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave the building and I'm going to start walking up maybe a couple of steps and maybe kind of like just position myself to where I can like look in and like see the rest of the arena. Does that make sense? Um, you would have to walk up the stairs and actually enter the doors to see the arena. Oh, itself. okay. Is yeah. it like like a long like hallway? Yeah, of? it's probably like twenty or thirty feet. Hmm. And then, true to form, it will open up and then go down into the arena, hmm. or on either side you can go around it. That's right. I, I was going to say, like as this was happening, I'm pulling the grapes out. Okay. Okay. You begin to see Theseus walk towards the arena. As this is going on, I I would reach my hand in and grab the grapes, remembering what we're doing, and I say, um, before we go, kind of speaking loudly so Theseus knows not to, to go anywhere he's not supposed to, um, without us, we should, as they say, power up a little bit with these these grapes. And I kind of hand one to everyone. Except for Theseus. Okay. Um, sorry. That's okay. That's all okay. Four of you, all four of you take these grapes. Do you eat them? Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. You all eat them. And this is the most... These are the green ones. Yep, what do the they do ones. again? Um, everyone roll me a d6. What did you get, Adelphos? Three. Okay. So what's the third one down? From, From the top as far as your ability scores go? Constitution. Arcana. No, oh, from no. this one? From this one? Constitution. Okay, you get to increase your constitution by one point. Two. Yeah. Dang! What nice. did you roll, Adelandros? Four. Intelligence. Which is intelligence. What did you roll, Thalassa? One. Strength. That's just strength. And what did you roll, Vidius? Charisma. Uh, I don't know I should say. Charisma. So as you eat pretty... these grapes, they are the, the, the most... They are the juiciest, most delicious tasting grapes. They are the juiciest, most delicious taking, tasting grapes that you have ever tasted. The, the flavor seems to explode in in your mouth, and, and it just is so delicious and fulfilling, even as you eat it down. And it almost comes as a full meal when it sits in, in your stomach, and you feel vitalized. And Adelphos, you feel that you become hardier and, and tougher. Alondros, you feel your wit and your intelligence get a little bit sharper. You feel you get physically stronger, Thalassa, as you can kind of feel your muscles bulge a little bit. And then um, your cunning, Callan, and and your uh, ability to to charm and talk with others, you can sense. You also get a little handsomer. Um, comes <laughs> comes to you. Now, do you all follow Theseus in? And just as a side note, you move up plus one on even numbers. So yeah. yep. if you went to odd, it stays the same. But if you went to even, give yourself you get a, a plus, plus one. one in that in that ability score. You follow Theseus in. I hand out the purple grapes too. Okay, so all four of you have a purple grape. What did those ones do? Those ones give you bring you back to full HP. I am going to give my purple grape to Theseus. Okay, do you take it? As you hand it to me, I, I couldn't do that. Take it. I'll be all right. I put it in your hand and I start walking away. You let me know if you need this. I got you. And as you walk in, Theseus, you take the lead. You walk up the stairs, down the hallway. That leads into an arena. From where you're standing, you can either go to the left, to the right, or straight down, which is down the stairs into the audience. The overlooks you see down below a large, dirt, circular fighting ground. You can't really make out anything that's down there quite yet. But as you follow this sense of needing to be there, it takes you to the left. 
follow it? I will. You go to the left, and you go down this corridor, which circles near the top of the arena, and you walk through a hallway that is pillared with arches, but it's a little different feeling. It's full of firelight, but it's covered from being able to see outside with uh, foliage and vines. And it set, takes you to a set of stairs, which you walk on top of. And as you walk on top of, it brings you to a large box overlooking the entire arena, higher than anything else in the arena, with a lone, broken chair, a stone one there. And you see that this box also opens up to a large balcony and patio that overlooks the entire ocean, that you can assume would be the most magnificent view. And that out juts from the box about 30 feet. And at the very edge, about five feet away, you see a figure crumpled and bent and you hear almost like he's straining under something and as you step up into the balcony you hear I wondered when another one would come and that's where we're in this session (laughs) hey do you love everything PGD&D be sure to subscribe to our TikTok, Instagram and YouTube for updates You can also find us on Patreon. For only two bucks a month, you will get exclusive content like our after show. Thanks as always, and we'll see you next week on PGD&D.